Welcome to Girlfriends of a Certain Age, a podcast for women in midlife. We are busy living our best lives. I'm your co-host, Fleshay Hesh. I'm a business coach and work-life balance expert for women. And I'm your co-host, Jessica Neighbor. I'm a voice coach for vocalists and public speakers online at Impact Vocal Coaching. We are girlfriends in real life, and in every episode, we'll discuss a different hot topic about becoming wise women, recovering from being a good girl, and not giving a bleep anymore. If you identify as a girlfriend of any age and you want to join our conversation, join us on Instagram, YouTube, and girlfriendsofacertainage.com. Hey, girlfriend. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you too, Flache. It feels so good to be back and in this new year, this fresh time. We were chatting a few minutes ago and girl, did I hear a rooster at your house? <laughs> you did. Yes, yes. So short story, we have chickens. We do not have a rooster. We have hens, but there was a rooster crowing out in the Rose Garden, which is right next door. And so I rescued it. So. We are just fostering it at the moment, and then we're going to try to find this rooster a home. So you may hear a few crows, and that's that's our visiting rooster. I love it. I love it. And we're recording this today. I've got a sick kid at home. So, you know, there's like all kinds of energy and stuff shifting in my house today. But I've got this little quiet time to chat with you and all of our girlfriends. And I'm mm -hmm. really glad to be kicking off this season with you and talking about New Year's resolutions. And I think it's interesting because you and I have different takes on it. Mm -hmm. So you've got a more traditional take on it. And of course, me being me, it's all subversive and weird and different. And, and so I thought, let's Let's go ahead and, and kick that off. But first, mm. I would like to introduce our girlfriends of a certain age to our brand new online community. Oh, yeah! Oh, it's so exciting because this was our intention from the very beginning that this wasn't just you and me talking, talking and flapping our gums at, or <laughs> at each other, but really creating a community for women of a certain age. Yes, absolutely. And we were thinking, what could that be? And where could it be? We want to be able to talk with you more. We want your input. We want your valuable takeaways and um, suggestions and all of it. So we did create a community uh, and we really, really want you to just jump in. There's there's no prerequisites. Just come as you are and uh, you can join in the link below. And uh, it's that simple. We're really just there so that we can all share and communicate um, in an easy way. Uh, it's a it's a private group. It's not on social media. So, um, you know, rest assured that it's just for for us girlfriends. Yeah, just for us girlfriends, a place to celebrate each other. And it does not cost a thing. So put your wallet away. We're not charging for this community. This is our gift from our hearts to you, a little New Year's gift, if you will. So we would love to have you in that space with us. Come and join us. Tell us who you are so that we can celebrate you and where you're at at this stage at the new year. What are you calling in for yourself? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Each topic we want you to weigh in on. Um, there's some really fun topics coming up this season that we're going to be discussing, and you could tell us some of the questions you might want to ask our guests, things like that, that uh, I think will just be so fun. So yeah, let's build community and maybe we can even, you know, meet up in the future if that's ever a thing. So let, let's make it happen. Oh, so excited. Yay! Well, with that, today's episode is all about New Year's resolutions. Of course, you and I are recording this in January of 2023. And there's this collective energy, there's this collective agreement. Even the astrology right now is all very conducive to like, this is a time of fresh new stuff coming in. So my question to you, Jessica, is what, uh, if any New Year's resolutions do you have? Ooh, okay, okay. So I really do enjoy them. But what I'm enjoying about being in middle age is I'm really taking what I like and leaving what I dislike. And I'm trying to reframe my resolutions in a way that I know work for me. So I go about doing this in a couple of ways. One thing that I do first is I try to clear my brain. Now, you know that my family has this ritual and I know not everyone's gonna be able to do it, but it's, it's really delightful. And af the week after um, the holidays, uh, you know, we we do a sort of Christmas uh, in the spirit of Christmas um, and uh, solstice and all these things. And we've got family and uh, nearby. So we're just in the thick of it with the holidays. So the week after we go take our little trailer, go out to a desert and decompress for a week. We bring our kids, we bring our dog, we invite families who are crazy enough to join us <laughs> in the cold desert winter. And it's just a game changer for us because you all of a sudden decompress from the holiday mania. You know, you make a bonfire every night, which is like your TV. You go through just those really fun rituals of your day, right? Uh, making breakfast, making your coffee, going on hikes, hanging out, telling stories. And for me, it's an opportunity to just like see what, um, was working like last year, reflecting on it. And then without forcing it, just seeing what like comes into view. And um, I'm gonna share a couple of my books cause I, I love to do this. So I have this like journal, it's my very girly journal. And oh, I so love, pretty. thank you, isn't she pretty? Isn't she fun? And so I'll journal in this. And then when we come back and I can kind of like you know, get my get my back into the thick of things brain working. I'll use more of a, a goal setting um, planner. And I know this is not for everybody. I know you're going to have a whole different spin on this. But the one I really love is this one. Um, this is uh, from Accountability Works. Uh, I can share in the link below how you can get your own planner. This is um, a, a re really beautiful group that goes through a whole accountability uh, process. We're hoping to get them on in the future to interview them. But in the meantime, I find this planner to be amazing because you set your intentions, um, you set your goals, but it really breaks it down into like doable steps for yourself, which for me was always like this huge list and I didn't know how to focus and where to like put the realistic expectations on things. So I am a lister. I love crossing off things. I get like an endorphin rush every time I cross off my little list. So this has like all the boxes and the checks and all that. So what they do in this book, because I got to kind of give this book credit, 
uh, from Accountability Works is they ask you to come up with a theme for your year. And so you have to think about your theme. And then what I love about that is then I can really tie in my resolutions to that theme. So the word that kept coming up for me this year was to honor whatever that is I need to honor myself, to honor my, you know, my choices, my, my family, my work, and, and then to make sure that every goal I'm setting up is really honoring me um, and not like from the outside, you know, you should lose this much weight and you should exercise this many times a week and you should go to bed at this time. So really more like what is actually working in my life and what actually makes sense for me. And I feel like that girlfriend of a certain age is a secret power that we have now because we know ourselves. We, we can look back on all these years and be like, mm, yeah, tried that. Oh yeah, I remember that year. I remember that whole gym membership thing. Like whatever it is for you, right? So I have the word honor and I have a few um, resolutions that you know I'm sure we all do. The other thing I wanna point out that I feel like is a really important shift for myself uh, around weight is I'm not getting attached to a number on the scale. Um, and I have to give a shout out to Aubrey Gordon, who is this incredible um, advocate for body acceptance. She has a great podcast called Maintenance Phase. She has some books out and we can put her links um, in, in the, the show notes, but she really talks about, you know, being healthy versus getting attached to a weight. So I know that that's one of the biggest resolutions. And also I just want to be real that as a girlfriend of a certain age, like our metabolisms are shifting, our bodies are shifting. It's a natural adjustment. I don't want to fight and try to look like my 25 year old self any longer, you know, um, I want to just accept who I am, but also know that I'm doing like those healthy steps for myself. So in my case, it's stuff like yoga and walks and just trying to set my intentions for that. So yeah, in a nutshell, girl, that's uh, what I'm all about right now. Oh, wow. That's so inspiring. I mean, to hear it feels pretty balanced and it feels very much like from the inside out as opposed to from the outside in. And I think that's what so many of us struggle with, this idea of, well, I'm supposed to look like this, I'm supposed to weigh this, or I'm trying to hold on to what I weighed in high school or college or before I had kids or whatever the thing is. Yeah. So what you're saying feels so balanced, feels very aligned with your values. I mean, I know you personally very mm -hmm. well, so I know a lot of your personal values and what I can see now you're, you're, you're really solidifying making those choices based on those values, what and who you are now as a changing, evolving, growing, developing, and wise woman. Absolutely, and I think it ties into our whole theme too of good girl. Who are these resolutions for, right? To check ourselves and to say, are these, are these looking from the outside, you know, in, um, it, am I trying to hit a certain money mark? Am I trying to hit, hit a certain weight mark? And I have to admit that I'm, I'm like a real recovering good girl when it comes to stats like that. I have a real strong association with like the value in that. And I'm, it, I'm it's a daily practice <laughs> to undo some of that stuff. So, um, yeah, coming back to that and, and do you hear rooster by the way? I do you hear, hear rooster? I hear him. I hear him trying to put a little punctuation on our <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Mansplaining over there. Uh -uh. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, right. Just trying to like have it. And um, th the last thing I'll say, because I'm dying to hear about your um, uh, subversive resolution idea is to really be accepting of whatever your resolutions wind up being. So just for example, I had at the beginning of the year, this hot idea that I wake up every morning and do my yoga meditation routine. Well, realistically, that's been about like three times a week. That's not bad. So I don't want to start off the year setting up this um, like expectation that I can't meet and then feeling bad about it because that's funky and who wants to do that? So just trying to like, again, honor. Okay, maybe in January, that's where I'm at, you know, and, and that's fine and that's great. So just really trying to be more accepting um, and forgiving with whatever it is I'm I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, I gotta know, what is your deal with resolutions? So for me, the idea of resolutions just, just doesn't resonate at all. And I think maybe part of it too is knowing so much about human development and about psychology and knowing about how people actually are and that, for most people, the average person, their resolutions are like busted up and all ripped up and tattered mess on the floor. And then people feel like this heavy weight of shame, of failure. And so somewhere in the last 10, 12 years, I just thought, you know, that's for me, this just doesn't resonate. It doesn't connect. I love the newness and the freshness of the new year. I love this collective energy that you can be and have and do what you want at the beginning of the year. And let's all do that. So I do, I do like jump on that wave, if you will, you know, and I'm like surfing it. <laughs> and so I, for me, the, the new year is about a fresh start, but I also feel that in September. So it's interesting. It's almost like a back uh, to school energy. I totally um, do too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't put all my eggs in, in the basket um, yeah. of that. This is everything for me. Oh, and spring, springtime too, was another just like yes. big creative energy and a lot of shifts and changes. So for me, the R word that I resonate with is reinvention. Mm. And, and it's something I have personally done several times in my life. Uh, I mean, you've known me for a long time. I'm a very stable, very loyal person. It's not like I'm, you know, chucking husbands and things like that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like that. I feel like I have a great stability in my life. But what I reinvent is like who I am professionally or really stepping into myself personally. It's almost like a thread that I'm weaving through my life. I heard this expression and I don't know who said it. So leave us a comment if you know. But this, I love this phrase. Um, that you know, the average person lives the same year over and over again. So if you're 47 years old, on some level, you've lived the same kind of year 47 times. Mm. And for me, that just feels like death. Yeah, and nothing feels more like strangling, more like strangulation than the idea that I just keep living the same year over and over and over again. Mm. And you know, I'm an entrepreneur, and, and I was raised by entrepreneurs, so I'm probably a little bit more risk adverse than the average lady out there. <laughs> but for me, like the idea of dying with my ideas is still inside of me, or my, my my greatness still inside of me. Most people never take risks. Most people never go for the thing. They don't write that book they have inside of them. They don't write the blog. They don't charge more money in their business. They just stay the same. They're trying to like stay inside this little box of sameness. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm like, let's bust through it. No, even if we are failing or it doesn't work out, you have to go for it. And so for me, I'm not afraid to go for it. I wasn't afraid to start a business when my baby was 11 months old. 
And, you know, that was not the plan for me to be quitting my job and starting a business. So for me, the beginning of the year just feels like I'm looking at all the areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And I still have young kids at home. So like, what does the family feel like? You can see from my backdrop that I have, I'm in a new setting. Yes, and you just had a big move. I sure did. I sure did. And you can hear like I lost my voice and everyone, you know, like we're all like in this big process. But that's a big part of the reinvention for this year. So for me, I'm giving myself the whole year to be in that place of reinvention. I'm living in a new city. I'm in a new state. I'm like reconnecting with old parts of myself. I am, you know, looking at the parts to stay connected to from where we were, where we just moved from. But there's a big process going on. And, and uh, I don't know if everyone knows, I'm turning 50 next month. <laughs> you will be broadcasting about that, won't we? Yeah. So yeah, that's year, a big one. This year is about really growing into myself and what, what needs to be reinvented. So I do look at my health. I do look at wealth. I do look at my family dynamics. I do look like at like the, the physical setting, you know, you're going to get this all spruced up and get it just so, but I'm giving myself that year to, to do it. Mm. And so that feels really good to me. It and- sounds so generous. It feels so generous and welcoming. Like, wait, you have a whole year? Like, you don't have to hit your mark, like, you know, within the first week or whatever. It's just such a nice, open feeling. I just feel my body relax when I hear you saying this. Yeah. Yeah. And just this morning, um, so I've been eating this very similar breakfast. It's very clean. It's actually a vegan. I'm not vegan. I am vegetarian, but I'm not vegan. And uh, I've been eating this for months and mm-hmm. it just like, there's this nice kickoff. Mm-hmm. And today I was like asking my husband if he wanted some too. And, and he did. And, and I thought, oh, it's so interesting. One thing that I was able to be very consistent about, even with this big, massive move across a couple of states mm-hmm. is my eating mm-hmm. and realizing like, oh, I really have some good, healthy habits now. And maybe those would have been resolutions in my 20s and 30s, but now uh-huh. it's become my lifestyle. So for me, I'm much more interested in my lifestyle. And my word for the year is queen. Mm. And you've known me for a long time. It's an archetype I'm very drawn to. Yes. People who knew me in second and third grade would know, oh, of course, cliche is going to, that's going to be her word. Because she was rocking that word in second and third grade. It, it is true. It's just really been this theme throughout <laughs> my life. But I, I've been actually more of a princess where now I'm like, oh no, I'm the queen. I'm the queen of mm-hmm. my life. I'm the queen in my business. I am the queen in my family. I am, you know, and people treat me as such, right? We teach people how to treat us, but that is really my word, like living into that fully mm. this year. And that means a lot of things. And maybe we even do like a whole episode about like these, you know, like our word for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So I want to just remind everybody to look at, look at your life like from a bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. You know, and whether, you know, you, you, you do resonate with the idea of resolution or reinvention or something else, your word could be rooster. I mean, I don't know. Exactly. Your our word. But I think that whatever this year is about for you, for our girlfriends at a certain age, I want you to look at every area of your life, every, whether it's a bucket or a basket or a, you're just holding them in your hands or in your purse. So look at your family. I want you to look at your finances. And I want a big picture finances, right? Not just like the day-to-day or the month-to-month. Mm-hmm. Looking at your health, mm-hmm. looking at your relationships, looking at like, how do, how does your body feel? 
do you feel good? Like, is your, are you getting enough sleep? Or, you know, is your sex life what you want it to be, how you want it to be? I just think that at this stage of life, these things are, these are all shifting for us and our values are shifting too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partly why there are so many divorces in midlife because we, we come back to who we really are mm-hmm. and we look at where we've been tolerating in our lives. Because I, for me, one of my phrases is stop tolerating, start living. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like for me, like no more excuses, no more victim stories, no more pushing mm-hmm. off responsibility. So that's for me, that's how I approach it. It's almost like a sled, more of a sledgehammer approach, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not afraid to break some walls or crack some eggs to make my omelet or to make my house be what I want it to be. Yeah. So uh, I, I love that you and I have very different perspectives on it. I love and it. it's, it's sort of like some of the, some of the the polarity that kind of makes us like this cool, this cool duo. Totally. I think it's a great reminder too to our girlfriends listening that like there's not one size fits all and you can have something as structured as you want or, you know, as unstructured and it's just gotta resonate with you, you know? And I think having that check-in is this for me? Is this in alignment with my queendom or how I honor myself? It's funny that these both have that kind of like uh, monarchy kind of themes. I don't know if it's <laughs> from watching Harry and Meghan, which is be. one of the episodes this season that we're gonna tackle because that is such an intriguing documentary series. Um, so we're gonna do a deep dive on that. But it's like, it's it's important, you know, and you can be listening and going, I don't have a theme exactly. Like it doesn't doesn't even have to be it. It's what really works for you. I also feel like in our our discussion, uh, like you were saying with the polarity, that there's there's this idea of like having some structure and then also mixing it up. And isn't that really what life is about? It's like finding that balance between, you know, eating that healthy breakfast that just feels like this is a this is a routine and a habit that I like that grounds me and anchors me and I love. And then what are those routines and things that we're just feeling like, you know, not good about and to change it up. And you'll hear a lot of experts talk about like, wear your watch on your other hand, drive home a different route, like changing things up so that every year isn't the same. Cause that just sounds so bleak. Um, so isn't it a balance, right? Cause also by this age, it's like, when I hear reinvent myself, like sometimes my brain will go big and be like, I'll move to Bali and I'll be a surfer. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. But reinventing oneself can literally be like, I'm not going to have oatmeal today. I'm going to have eggs. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Right? I mean, here's the thing about the way our brains work in psychology is that we are wired not to change. The, the average human is wired like, no, that's dangerous. Don't do that. Don't have eggs and oatmeal. Who knows what could happen? You know, <laughs> right, you right. Know, like, on some level, there is a part of our brain that thinks it's keeping us safe by keeping all that sameness. Yes. And, you know, I think you and I are here to share life from the other side of like, yeah, something will shift and change, but it also will free you up you might be able to take deeper breaths. Yeah. Who knows what the ripple out effect would be from this like little teeny tiny 1% change. Mm-hmm. And then what if you're doing a 1% change every day, something itty bitty, you know, today it's how I brush my teeth, non-dominant hand. Tomorrow mm-hmm. it's driving to work differently. The day mm-hmm. after that, it's 
what if I didn't scold my children for screaming in the house too much? You know, like, what if I just let them do that and see what happens? Mm -hmm. You could take a little itty bitty teeny tiny thing every single day. Mm -hmm. And, and that compounds that really adds up to something big. Yeah. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about all of these ideas and themes we have is that we might be in a really different space later on in this year. So we get to shift and be really accepting with that too. Today's episode is brought to you in part by our dear friend and girlfriend of a certain age, relationship coach, Tamara Mendelssohn. We wanted you to meet Tamara because she brings a really fresh perspective to relationships that we thought you needed to know about. You can learn more about Tamara at tamaramendelssohn.com. Hi, Tamara Mendelssohn here, relationship coach. Relationships are hard. And I wrote the mini relationship roadmap to help you along the way in your own relationship. Tips and tricks and some exercises to help figure out if your relationship is broken or if you're just angry. So sign up for our email down below and get on our mailing list and I'll send you out this workbook right away. Talk soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Impact Vocal Coaching. Do you need to improve your public speaking skills? You can increase your confidence and skill with my new training course. It's called Impact, the essential public speaking course for your online and in-person presentations with me, voice coach Jessica Neighbor. You will improve your speaking effectiveness for your meetings, for your podcasts, and for your social gatherings with girlfriends of a certain age. I'm an international voice coach and author, and I've been teaching professionally for 20 years. You'll learn valuable speech skills in my streamlined six-step process. And listeners of Girlfriends of a Certain Age get two bonuses when you join soon. You can join the Impact Vocal Coaching course at impactvocalcoaching.com. Hope to see you inside. Stay calm and speak on. I think we really struggle in our culture with that all or nothing approach, that very black and white approach. It's just like ingrained in that sort of puritanical <laughs> beginning of this country. And, and even if we're this wonderful, diverse group, I think there's something in the water here. Uh, and I, I can only speak to the United States and being American, but there's just that feeling of it's, you know, it's all or nothing approach. And that just doesn't, that doesn't jive. That doesn't work for most of us. Um, and just realizing that, you know, that's used for marketing purposes. That's used for control. That's used for a lot of, um, kind of negative things. And so the more we can have grace with ourselves and acceptance with ourselves about what it is we want to be. And that really being is what it's all about. So I think my biggest gripe too with resolutions is that we have to improve, that we have to somehow be better than we are, that we somehow have to be different than we are. I don't like that. Um, I like the idea of like discovery, but having to always chase after the next best thing uh, is just like a, a losing game, so. Yeah, I would also say that the average person that I know is not that happy with their lives. 
So I think that's part of it too. There is like, if everything in your life is the way you want it, then this conversation probably, you've probably already clicked off. But if you're still listening to this and you're like, yeah, I want to glean some more from this. I would just invite you to just look at every area of your life because it's all within your control. And even if something doesn't seem like it, just even having the intention or the desire for something different will make you think differently about the situation that you're in. You might ask somebody for help that it never occurred to you to ask or find some nonprofit that can help you solve your problem. I, I just, or read some book or find some podcast that, that sparks something alive for you. So mm -hmm. I, for me, it's about listening to, you know, listening to our own hearts yeah. and again, living from the inside out, but there most of us are living from the outside in. That's and so it. for me, it's a, it's a paradigm shift in how we're living. And that's also part of this good girl, right? Yes. We were told, no, you live from the outside in. And we got that overtly and covertly that message. Yes. And now, you know, ladies like us are like, oh, hell no. I never, when did I agree to that? It was like an unconscious agreement. Ick, I don't want that anymore. I don't want to be that person in my life, in my relationships, in my community, in my business, in my work, in my whatever. Mm -hmm. And so um, I feel like it has to be very authentic. Yeah. You know, is your, if you're making some changes this year, whose idea is it? You know, if your spouse is saying, you need to lose 20 pounds, you know, that's mm -hmm. not really coming from you, right? You, you, just, right. you might still choose to do that, but it needs to come from a place that's very authentic from you so that you're not feeling resentful towards the person delivering that message. So yeah. that I think for me, that's that's my message for, for our girlfriends. Absolutely. Live on purpose, live yes. on purpose. Live for yourself and keep checking in and making sure that these goals really line up with what it is you want. And if they do, you'll know because you'll feel good taking those steps towards those goals, that it will feel right. And if it feels kind of funky or whatever, you might want to stop and review it or, or, or check in with someone else to say what's going on here. Yeah, I agree. Right, that's tricky because because we're wired not to change. Yes. When we start to change, I will tell you as someone who just went through a big change, it's scary, Yes. right? Right. I had nothing but green lights making this move, but still it was like, oh, you know, this would come up or that would come up. And and so, like, how do I stay really grounded and what was the intention in the first place? And yes. who are the other people in on this intention with me? You know, we're all still lined up in the same direction. So I don't want to make it sound like, oh, I'm going to change my life and break up the concrete of my consciousness and <laughs> yeah. make everything have look and feel different uh, right. really quickly, um, which could happen. But it's not always easy. It's simple, but not easy. Exactly. So that is where having a, a someone else, a touchstone, a, whether it's a coach, mm -hmm. clergy, your therapist, your best friend, mm -hmm. uh, your, your other girlfriend of a certain age, someone else who is fully loves you and wants to see you have your best life, that they can love you through that because it will be tricky because yeah. you're changing your identity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that's great. Is it a healthy, is it a natural resistance to the thing that's just a little hard or scary? Um, or is it, is it something that's just really not in alignment? And, and you'll, I think, I think as we go into the year, we start to really recognize the difference between those things that we're like, oh yeah. And oh, okay. That maybe I just piled that on because there's so much information right now. I mean, I feel like every time I turn the radio on or go online, I'm seeing New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's. You know, I mean, some of the the, the people were promoting stuff in um, December about weight loss and all these things. And like, you know, it's, it's, 
it's an ample time for both good intentions and for um, some other things in there, you know, some other motives. That's true. You're, you're absolutely right. So much of that is uh, fear-driven marketing yes. to, yes, to make us question the number on the scale or, um, or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, this is so rich. Yes. I actually can't wait to go back and listen to this again because I'm I know, so right? juiced up now and excited. Yeah. And yeah. I want to re-listen to yours again, yeah. um, uh, you know, because I, obviously I'm in my own in own, own perspective, but I, I want to go back and listen to yours again. It's so exciting to me. Yes. Um, also, I wanted to invite girlfriends of a certain age that um, I'm going to have a new coaching program. Speaking of, if you want to take on something um, around public speaking. And mm. speaking, by the way, means anytime you're talking to somebody else. So this is geared for your professional, you know, relationships. And when you're in meetings or when you're presenting, uh, when you're, uh, you know, having interviews, um, but we're going to be doing a live coaching session um, uh, series. And so I'll share the link below, um, but it could be really a fun thing if that is um, on your radar for something that you want to improve on, uh, this is definitely a real deep dive training that is going to give you that confidence and those skills to just really feel like you can talk um, and speak your mind and be authentic to whoever it is you're talking to. Uh, amazing. So the link for that is below. Yes, we got a lot of juicy links today. Yes, we do have a lot of juicy links today. It's very rich. And I'd love that, you know, this could be a, a, a jumping off place where women could get more resources to to have the life that they want at, you know, at this stage of life as we're becoming more and more ourselves. Absolutely. So I, amen to that. I love it. Amen to that. I have one funny game question for you as we wrap okay. up our session, which is, is there something this year in particular, 2023, that you are not giving a shit about that you maybe gave about uh, just a little while ago? Is there, is there something that you're like letting go of um, that you feel like you're evolving into, right? Mm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I do. I love that. Um, you know, I think for me, like I, you know, I was pointing to my, to my background, which is absolutely not quite how I want it to be. I think this year I want to step into allowing things to look a little more real and authentic. Mm. You know, I've always been really big on like what the backdrop and you know all this and mm -hmm. I feel like I want to be more raw and real this year. So I don't want to give a shit about that so much. I still want to be polished and, and you know, have things look look polished and, and you know have sound good and look good. But I think I'm ready to be seen a little more as the you know real hard working busy mom that I am right now. I love it. I love that. And I think that's beautiful because I, I think it makes us more relatable when we're just real, you know, when we're real and, and you'll find your line about what's oversharing and not, but I, I love it. I want to see the messy flashé. Let's bring it. I love it. I love it. it. Well, how about you? What are you not wanting to give a shit about this year that you maybe did still last year? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I brought this up a little bit earlier, but I think it really is kind of the number on the scale um, for my weight. I think that there has been a long time where I really married my achievement with that. You know, I'm an active person, I'm physical, I'm, I eat right. But if that scale number was off, I didn't feel right about it. And so I'm really wanting to go off of, you know, what's my overall health? 
you know, and, and the basic things I want to put my focus more in how I'm sleeping and what I'm eating and, and how I'm feeling in general, and really not get all caught up in the scale and what that number is. I know everyone has a different journey with that. So I'm not saying this, if you're in, you know, a part of your life where that really matters to you by all means, but for me, it wasn't really serving me in a way that helped. It was becoming this whole weird, um, I don't know how to say it, but this kind of like weird association with being good or bad. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be sweating the, the, the scale number anymore. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. It'd be fun to watch, watch that journey for you. And then or people can lit quite literally watch that journey for me. <laughs> and we'll go from there. I love it. I just want to end on by talking a little bit about what we're going to be doing in season two. Mm. Season two, can you tell us a little bit about what people can expect? Yes. So for season two of Girlfriends of a Certain Age, we are so excited to share a few topics. I have them listed out here. We also have some guests coming on the horizon, so we can't wait. So we are going to be talking about menopause with a, uh, a health professional. Um, she's going to give us some great guidance around that. Cannot wait for that episode. We're going to be talking about divorce, the D word with another expert and really talking about that, understanding what it might mean for you or for some girlfriends, uh, family members who might be going through it to give you some clarity around that. Uh, we're going to talk about social media and how we feel being on it of a certain age, you know? Are we allowed on TikTok? Can we do that sort of stuff? <laughs> um, we're going to talk about um, Harry and Meghan because we found that in that documentary so, so interesting to us. So those are just a few of the topics that we'll be covering. We have a few more little surprises up our sleeve. Um, so yeah, we'll be getting back to, to putting out our um, weekly podcast for you with all these different topics. And one more time, join our community. We're so, so excited to now have a place for you to join us. Again, it's free. Uh, it's private for just our girlfriends of a certain age community, and we want you to, to be a part of it. So come hang out with us there. Please. I, we're so excited to meet you. And um, I think this is going to be like a, it's a big old party <laughs> Absolutely. Of, of authenticity, right? It's a place where we can come and try on those new personas of like, what, what is it like to just really speak our truth? I just think it's, we're, we've got so many fun things planned for that community. So come and join us. We love you. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today to Girlfriends of a Certain Age podcast. Do you have a girlfriend who needs to hear this message? Share this episode with her. She will love you forever. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for more episodes where we discuss more hot topics about girlfriends living their best lives. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and girlfriendsofacertainage.com.